0: Hello and welcome to the New Christian Podcast, where new Christians and seasoned Christians can get their questions answered. My name is Pastor Jim, and I'll be your host for this podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of different topics, such as how to read your Bible, uh, what it means to be a Christian in the world today, how do we live out our faith, and many other topics. Come and join us as we begin our episode. Greetings, and welcome to the new Christian podcast. You know, this episode number two uh, of series two uh, would have... Really discussed, uh, like I talked about last week, about the doctrines that we Christians uh, hold to. Uh, last week I spoke about who, spoke about who is God doctrinally, uh, what we Christians believe. This week would have been who is Jesus, but I really felt uh, that um, I would be uh, not following. Uh, my leanings uh, and and what God is leading me to really speak about in the coming weeks, um, to move away from our uh, uh, series two topic of the doctrines of the Christian faith and really convey messages of hope in this uncertain times. Uh, We're in 2020. Uh, We've just went through the first week here. We're into the first week of April of 2020, and we're in the midst of a pandemic. Uh, We're being told all across the country to shelter in place, to stay home, uh, to stay safe uh, during this COVID-19 pandemic. And um, really, I... uh, Felt as though my podcast could best be served if I spoke about things of hope, uh, things of uh, uh, how to stay safe, and many other things that we Christians uh, take for granted uh, about our faith um, and what we, uh, how we deal with situations like this. So. You know, I know you're experiencing uh, this episode. uh, Like I said, we would be talking about Jesus in season two and the doctrines of the faith. But because of this pandemic, I would like to address um, our need to survive, of survival tactics during this time of isolation and uncertainty. You know, with this week's topic, uh, I want to talk about how to fight our battles faithfully. Our verse for this week, and I'll be giving you verses from week to week that um, kind of encapsulate our message today, is 2 Samuel uh, verse chapter 15, verse 31. And it says this, Now David had been told that Epiphel is among the conspirators with Absalom. So David prayed, and he said this, Lord, turn Apfel's counsel into foolishness. Think of this term of resistance movement. We've heard this in our history books of of people who resist uh, dictators and resist uh, these movements um, in today's culture, we have a, uh, a whole group of people who are resisting certain ideologies within our politics. Uh, it's a movement to resist and rise up against our oppressors. Resistance in prayer is a biblical approach to confronting and overcoming the devil. That's what it means biblically to resist and rise up against the devil. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 9 tells us this, resist him, stand firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is ongoing, is undergoing the same kind of suffering. That is a Phenomenal verse. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 9. Let me read it again. Resist him. Resist Satan. Stand firm in your faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. My friends, we're in a worldwide pandemic. Some countries are faring better than others. But mostly this has spread worldwide. And Peter's words ring true. Stand firm in our faith because we know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. How do we fight our battles? First, I want to say you have to submit to God. It says... I can't, it says to, to me and to you that I can't, but you, God, can when we submit. In the book of James, he says submission occurs when we seek to develop a closer relationship with God. As we spend time with God, we get to know Him better and discover how He wants us. To overcome and he wants us to overcome all of this. We get to know him better and discover how he wants us to overcome evil and express and experience blessings. Number two was to draw near to God. This is how we debunk the isolation and the uncertainty and we adhere to what David is saying and James is saying and we, how we fight our battles. First, we submit to God. And then secondly, we draw near to God with our prayers and spending time in his word. And secondly is our faith. It says, I believe you will says, I believe God will. In our story in 2 Samuel, again and again, David made this declaration of faith to the Lord. He says, oh my God, I trust in you. So as it stands today, we are living in a time of great uncertainty. We are asking people to isolate ourselves, to social distancing we're calling it we're calling it social distancing but we don't have to distance ourselves from god he is our only hope through him there will be healing through him there will be no there will be an ending to this pandemic and only through him there can be hope back in may of 2019, I had the opportunity and blessing to travel and spend 10 days in the Holy Land of Israel. During that time, I was blessed with a deep reflection on my relationship with God, my faith, and my calling to pastoral ministry. It was then that I truly gained an understanding as I sat in the Garden of Gethsemane. You may be familiar with this story in the gospel. It's in Matthew chapter 26, verse 17 through 46, where the disciples had just had the Lord's Supper when Jesus gave them the statement, do this in remembrance of me. Then they moved on to the Garden of Gethsemane where Jesus took three of his disciples, Peter, Peter, James, and John. Moving away from them, Jesus fell to his knees and began to pray to the Father. I sat up against one of those olive trees in the Garden of Gethsemane. Some of the roots of those olive trees in that garden dated back to the time that Jesus was there. Wondering where they were as I looked around the garden. I had a profound understanding of Jesus in my life and what he did for me and others that put their trust in him. I had made a vow that day that I would preach the Bible without apology and without shame. My friends, In this time of uncertainty and isolation, I want you to remember one thing. God is present, and he loves you. Put your trust in him, and he will never let you down. I can say that with unashamed assurance and certainty, that the Bible is true from cover to cover, Genesis to Revelation, that there is an absolute truth and God is the measuring stick for that truth. We fall horribly short of that truth due to our uncontrolled sin in our DNA. But I also can say with clear certainty that Jesus is the cleanser. The simple truth of the gospel is that Jesus is the substitute for a life marred with sin. And by trusting in him and what he did for us on the cross, realizing that he is God and our substitute for an eternal separation from God, we can have eternity with him in heaven. As I close this week's message, I want to share with you Psalm 51 and Psalm 91. These psalms have blessed me greatly, and I pray that they will do the same for you. First, Psalm 51. This is David's cry out to God after he comes to terms and realizes his immense sin Uh, with Bathsheba and the death of his, his firstborn son through Bathsheba. And David says this, "'Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, "'according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions, "'wash away all of my iniquities, and cleanse me from my sin.'" For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, I have sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and judged and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time of my, mother's, my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out my iniquities. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore me and joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors the ways so so that sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, you who are God my Savior. And my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise." You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. You, God, will not despise. May it please you to pour Zion to... prosper Zion to build up the walls of Jerusalem then you will delight in the sacrifices of the righteous in burnt offerings offered holy than bulls will be offered on your altar. And then Psalm 91 is another psalm of protection, a psalm of praise for knowing that God is present in our lives. It says here in Psalm 91, Whomever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadows of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the foul snares and from the deadly pestilence. Let me say that again. Verse 3. Surely he will save you from the foul snares and the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wing you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your Rampart, you will not fear and terror the terror of the night, nor the arrows that fling by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked if you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling. No harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up In their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. God's word is promised. God's word is true from cover to cover, like I said, from Genesis to Revelation. Stand on his word, have hope, have peace, and have faith, my friends. Jesus is near. May you be blessed this week. I continually pray for all of you as you listen at the podcast, at all of my social media platforms, and please Find a church on TV that you can watch in this time of social isolation and turn back to God. May you be blessed this week. I want to thank you for joining me on the New Christian Podcast today. And if you have any questions or would like help with anything, uh, feel free to contact me on my anchor.fm dashboard, uh, my Facebook and Twitter Uh, Links links are there, and you can also reach me if you uh, are on YouTube and you search Preacher Jim C. My YouTube channel will come up, and you can message me there. Uh, And I want to thank you for joining us, and have a blessed day.